Quitting things has never been easy for me. In 1989, I remember helping a neighbor rebuild his deck and him asking me if I wanted some skull. <laughs> I haven't stopped dipping since then. I don't like what could result from this habit, but I do enjoy the routine and the comfort of it. Maybe relationships are like that. Hello, my name is Gordon and welcome to my podcast, Losing Yourself, Giving Up, Virgil. Elizabeth McIntosh, better known as Josephine Tay, is a Scottish author. She was born in 1896 and passed in 1952. Her other pseudonym was Gordon something, so of course I like her. She wrote the book Brat Farrer, and I have no idea how to say that word, in 1949. I love this book and highly recommend it. It's so purposefully written. Long story short, Brat found himself after losing himself trying to be someone else. Maybe losing yourself once in a while is a prerequisite to finding your purpose. I don't know. In 2001, we were building a Burger King up in Commerce, Georgia, and every day I'd drive an hour to oversee the work in progress. During the ride, I'd listen to a local sports radio show. One afternoon, I decided to call in and express an opinion about something they were discussing, and they actually aired it. I was on live radio. I remember feeling proud and important. The next day was September 11, 2001. Things changed, and I never listened to that radio show again. I'm pretty sure we all lost that version of ourselves that day. Life will do that to us. This week, while slowly, slowly, slowly reading the A&E by Virgil, again, I think I said that right, I noticed the word devotion, and it stuck to me like syrup on a waffle. By the way, rumor has it I ate at a local waffle house every day for 13 years, and maybe that's why the word devotion lingered in my mind. Devotion's a funny thing. It takes effort. Sometimes only your own. Oftentimes, it requires somebody else, a participant. A friend just won a national championship horse jumping competition, and my first thought was, no one has any idea what she invested to accomplish that feat by her or her horse. In 2010, I was devoted to winning a golf championship, and fortunately, it was devoted to me. I intentionally lost myself in the pursuit of that goal. Nothing worth doing is worth doing poorly. As a member of the Terrible Communication Club, and I, I might be the president, I've come to realize that feelings are complicated, and if a partner isn't devoted to the pursuit of togetherness and purpose, you're better off doing it alone. Take Virgil's Aeneas as an example. So he's telling his wife, Dido, that Apollo's oracle spoke to him in a dream and said he must immediately, immediately leave and set sail to Italy's noble lands. She takes it well, saying, I won't hold you back or refute you. And I'm thinking, man, she, she's really understanding. But then she says, and I pray you set sail and wreck on the rocks, bid sea, and drink your bowl of pain. Heartbroken, she later falls on his sword, her life dissolved into the winds. Devotion can be cruel. 
Great authors have a way of painting pictures with words, and I'm glad Elizabeth McIntosh didn't give up on her dream to be an author. How they do what they do is beyond me. First, my vocabulary is quite limited and my imagination can access that part of my brain even if those things are in there. We'll never know the effort Elizabeth put into doing what she did and I doubt she'd want us to. As a giver, I enjoy doing things for other people without expectation. Someone once made me feel bad for doing that. It still hurts. But it's what I like to do. Heck, I'd send Elizabeth a thank you note for not giving up while writing Brat Farr if she were around to receive it. I don't think she'd mind. Maybe the message is, don't lose yourself trying to accommodate others. By the way, my energizer therapist, Lauren, and I broke up this week. She said I was healed and didn't need her anymore. Okay, she didn't exactly say that. But she did say my footing was solid enough to step away and walk without her, knowing she was there if I needed her. Thank you, Lauren. In the book, No Country for Old Men, Uncle Ellis says, you never know what worse luck your bad luck has saved you from. You never know what worse luck your bad luck has saved you from. This is a perfect example of Oliver, Oliver Berkman's negative path thinking of it could be worse, and I like it. Maybe our book of regrets just got lighter. Again, all I know is nothing worth doing is worth doing poorly. Friendships and relationships will teach you that. By the way, I'd love if any of you want to share a favorite book or topic you'd like me to consider discussing. This is fun for me and I love new ideas. Thanks for listening and have a great week.